going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello and welcome to Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League. I'm Matt Ford and this show seemed a much better idea about three weeks ago. (laughs) This is the podcast where we follow the ups and let's be honest, mainly the downs of the FPL teams of some of the country's funniest people. It's game week three. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I realise this comment might lack gravitas, but let me say I have never been more excited to discuss how our teams fared in the league this week. Joining us a little later is Gillingham fan and Hemorrhoid Wednesday manager Joe Wilkinson. John, let's just address this at the start. (laughs) There was a point on Saturday where I thought this wasn't going to be the case, but sadly, we did have very different weeks in Fantasy Premier League. We did. You sent me a message on Saturday saying uh, things had to change. This is what managers who are serious about FPL success do. Brace yourself, John Richardson. So talk me through why you why we were so confident as to send me that message. Okay. So there's a number of things here. What I would say now is I didn't actually say what you should brace yourself for. So <laughs> in the end, bracing yourself was still good advice. Um mm-hmm. Okay. Last week I sat here and Osman Richard Osman was talking about not panicking and holding your nerve and I thought mm-hmm. that's all well and good. But he didn't have Manquilo at the back. And I, I I, didn't admit this at the time, but part of the reason I signed Manquilo was I really liked Narcos on Netflix. And I said his name in the same way that they say, Tranquilo, Tranquilo. I would say Manquilo, Manquilo to myself. And I think it was about four million quid. It, so many people have been tweeting me saying that he is a problem. And you know what? I just thought if I'm going to make changes, I'm making wholesale changes. So mm. in week, week one, my back four was Maguire, Diaz, Dunk, Manguilo, Manguilo. My midfield was Fernandes, Gundogan, Suchek, Bissouma, and I had Kane and Rodrigo up front. Now, my... Nice it, team on paper. Yeah. Um, but not in the app. Where it counts. Not on grass. Where exactly, where I've been absolutely thrashed. There's so much more to discuss about this week. So I don't want listeners to think we're not going to really delve into the nitty gritty of the fact that having used your wild card, I got more points from my back three this week than your entire (sighs) squad, including your bench. So we will really dig down into that. But what changes did you make as the weekend was happening and why? So I, I just did that wholesale change. And then from last... Oh, yes, I got rid of um, Manquilo, Manquilo yesterday and signed Amity from Leicester. I should also say I signed Morpay and Triore after reading articles about them on the app. I just thought I'm going to follow the advice in yeah. the FPL app. And I've just made wholesale changes. And I think Kane getting 10 minutes at the weekend, I was so glad he didn't score. 
because I'd benched yeah, he nearly him. scored, didn't he? Threw on goal. Play. I know. I mean, I do just, you know, it's one of those things like if you fell, if you kept failing your French test at school and you're doing everything you can, at mm. some point you would just think, am I stupid? Or, or, or do I need a diagnosis? <laughs> and I can't believe I'm this bad at it. I, it's actually, well, sign up for this is a bit of fun. It's, it's, I've taken it so seriously. And what's really sad is I'm not getting the results. Yeah, I was thinking about this in the week because I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, that tweet um, essed me up a bit and I was a little bit frightened. <laughs> and, you know, going into it with everything to lose, I won last week, so, you know, you had to do your forfeit. We'll come on to that. <laughs> and I was thinking that actually comedy is one of the best jobs to have going into this because comedy is one of those things where it doesn't matter how good you are. Every now and again, by which I mean daily on social media, somebody will tell you you are awful. Mm. Nobody ever says, you're not for me, but I can appreciate because of your success, you must be good at this. And that's what FPL feels like. It feels like a weekly reminder that you may have been going to games since you were 10, but you fundamentally do not understand football. And you can see how much better other people are at it than you. And you get a number every week that says that person is 78 points better at football than you are. Well, it's about knowing how to game this particular system, isn't it? I mean, listen to the players. I've got Edison in goal. I've got Maguire and Robertson in my defence. I've got Fernandes and Salah, and I've got Kane up front. But on any measure, that should be one of the best teams in FPL, surely. What's remarkable is that you have played your wild card and 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 managed to keep players who you knew were injured or weren't playing. Because you have to do it on your budget, don't you? So when you bring a, when I brought in. Yeah, I bought in Salah. That's one of the big changes I made. I Which, like, in oh. fairness, is what Osman told you to do. He yeah. said you've got to have Salah and Fernandez, and 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 you've got seven points for those two this week, having captained Mo Salah. It's just so difficult because you're at the mercy of other managers. I feel like saying to Jurgen, Brendan, the others, just let us know. Marcelo, and then get... you know his name. Say his name. I can get my house in order. So I think, I actually now think I've made the changes and now I'm going to hold my nerve. This is where... Yeah, you've got no choice. I'm happier with my team. What are you going to do? Triple captain someone with a broken leg next week to try and call it back? Well, that's actually one of the kind of things that's been said to me this week. Some of the abuse (laughs) I had on social media. (laughs) Keel Smith said a wild card and that's what you came up with. (laughs) Matt Carter said of us both, Christ, did you two share £100 million budget between you? Yeah, well, well, I messaged you both, uh, our producer and yourself, when we put the teams in on Saturday morning, and I said, brace yourselves for abuse. And sure enough, not a single positive. I got something like John's team might limp to a better performance. But um, let's, you know, let's talk about me. You yeah. you, you talk about me and, and how well I've okay. done this week. Well, fair dues. You know, I've always been very proud of you, and I've always been a very supportive friend. I've always I'm said just going to have a little drink while you talk. That um, you're very. T- <laughs> that you're very- what are you drinking, by the way? I'm having a celebratory beer while you while you tell me how well I've done this week. And is it a strong beer? Is it a light beer? A stout? A porter? It's a five percent vegan pale ale. A five percent what? Steady on, old boy. I mean, aren't they all vegan? Drinking with the big boys now. No, they strain some of them through fish guts to uh, clarify the beer. I, hang on, I knew they did that with red wine. They don't. Surely they don't do that with carling. Unfortunately, carling is not suitable for vegans or vegetarians because they still use isinglass, which is derived from the bladders of fish. Wow! So wow! Go. What an and amazing for the seven, fact! For the seven of you that still drink carling. 
um, that aren't stuck in uh, the endless commitment to the '90s that Matt Ford is. What's your What's your favourite beer? Oh, I'm on to Amsterdam. I mean, Holston Pills is my favourite. Holston Pills, yeah. It Basically, if there was delicious. a cool advert for something in the '90s, Matt Ford still. He still buys uh, Levi jeans and listens to Babylon Zoo when he tries them <laughs> on in the shop. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about how well you did. Because you did do very Please. well. And what I was in the middle of saying before you sort of smugly opened your vegan lager was I've always been very supportive of you. And I always say to people, he's very good. He's a great comedian. Give him a chance. And <laughs> um, I feel in a weird way similarly proud of how well you've done. But obviously because we are locked in this duel... Mm. To the death. You, you know what? Let's just say you, you did so well. You had a fantastic week. You didn't just do well in the comedians FPL league, um, where you are now up to um, up to eighth. Up to eighth. I, I won this week. Well, so far, I mean, it should be pointed out. At time of recording, there is still the small matter of the uh, West Ham game to take into account. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm about twenty points better off than anyone else this week. You had eight. You got eighty-four points this week alone. That puts you up to eight. And and this is where you, you really can put this achievement in context. Mm. Out of seven point five million managers, you are twelve thousand five hundred. That is incredible. Do you know what I put it down to? What I went. I went to the football this week, as we discussed. I went back to the game. I was having a bad uh, run. Um, Hang up on. To the what, game. what do you mean you were having a bad run at the game? Well, I missed my train, so I had to get a very expensive taxi in order not to miss kickoff. Big uh, selling the back, vegan lager on tap. Even with all that, the walk to the ground, I got so wet. I mean, absolutely the wettest I've been since, you know, certain Edinburgh festivals. And then at about 2.45pm, I elbow bumped Gordon Strachan on his way into the toilet. Wow. And literally everything in my life got better after that. Okay, let's just go through this in turn. Firstly, were you at the game on your own? Yes. That's so cute. So Um, you're there on your own. I've seen the picture of you and Gordon Strachan, and he kind of looks slightly indifferent. You look very happy. You look slightly tipsy. Um, So did you say to him, Gordon, I'm a big fan. Well... It's never good to meet someone on a toilet crossover. I was coming out of the toilet. He was going into the toilet. He looked at me in the way that says, I am vaguely aware of who you are. You don't want to watch one of your idols scrabble around to work out if he's seen you on telly or if you work in his local co-op. Yeah, he was kind of snarling at you. Yeah, but he hesitated just long enough for me to say, Jesus Christ, Um, oh, and he said, oh, hello. And I said... I'm really late for the game and you're going into the toilet, but I really hope we get to talk later. And then I saw him at halftime and I just went over and did what you would do and said, I sent a picture of you to the club when I was 10 years old and he he didn't take that news so well. What What, what um, do you mean you sent, a, you, you sent a picture of him to the club? Aren't they meant to send you a picture of him? No, when I was 10, I got a cabin bed, which was a life-changing experience for me, really. So um, that's like a bunk bed, but with like uh, nothing underneath? It's a bunk bed, but instead of a brother, you've got storage. And I used to, because I wanted to feel like I uh, was going to work, I had a briefcase at this period. Um, How old? Ten. Loser. It was my mum's boyfriend's old briefcase that he gave me. I didn't take it to school, but I would in the evenings, and when I met up with my friend Lee, we'd both have our briefcase with our business papers in it. Um, in which we sort of designed shopping centres and like our house that we were going to live in when we were older. 
and then we would have pillows as our girlfriends and we would kiss them. So let's. Whoa, 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 I'm not ashamed. Oh, rewind. Can I get a rewind? You would kiss your pillows in front of each other. Well, no, I'd be under the cabin bed and Lee would be in the hallway running the shop. Um, I was the post office. <laughs> we get together in the like a dog with a cushion. <laughs> um, so I would, um, you know, we'd have our briefcases. And then in the evening after tea, I would say to my mum, oh, I'm just going to go up and do some work. And I would put my angle poise lamp on so it looked like I was a sort of, you know, downbeaten cop yeah. uh, in the dark. And I would... Um, do you know, I'm going to admit this now to, to Gordon Strachan and, 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 and Gary McAllister, who I drew pictures of. I would hold match up to the lamp and press the paper against it so that it shone through and I traced the pictures because I wanted them to think I was a really good artist and invite me to a game. And I'll admit now I traced them through the lamp and then I would color them in with pencil crayons and I would send them to the club to say, just pass them on to the lads, you know, let them know how much I appreciate the 2-0 win over Coventry at the weekend here is some of my work, which I'm sure you'll put on your wall. That confession that you traced them instead of drawing freehand like any yes. normal football fan would have. Um, that's the <laughs> bit. That's the bit in which, if this, if your life was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the film version, that's the point at which Willy Wonka would say, "You lose. Yes. You traced those pictures under the lamplight. Good day, sir. Get nothing, and you'd be thrown out." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've finished 12,500 hours. It will never happen again. And I'm going to just, if Mo Salah and Bruno Fernandes don't do well, then I will have a good week. And that's what happened this week. If you were foolish enough to have those two highly successful titans of FPL in your team and you scored seven points, then you can bow down this week to the man who had uh, a back three of Mings, Alexander-Arnold and Simikas which alone brought in 38 points, which is, I mean, every one of them got an assist. I got a goal from uh, Rafinha in the midfield. I got a goal from Grealish in the midfield, who I captained. Calvert-Lewin, sadly, and this is where I have to deal with the shame that I picked a striker who was playing against my team. That striker scored, and I want people to know that brought me no uh, joy whatsoever. And uh, I was actually quite angry, as are most of the Leeds fans, if you zoomed in on any of their pictures of Everton fan, Everton players celebrating their goals at Ellen Road this week. Well, what's great is the guy who gets his belly out to try and put Calvert-Lewin off when he's taking yeah. a penalty. Are you, the first thing I saw when I thought when I saw that, I just thought, good on you, mate. Because yeah. actually, it's really easy to look at that and go, that guy is a lout. This guy's just getting his belly out for exposing his torso to another man during the day. This is just, this is terrible, yobbish behavior in a crowded stadium of people. And then you go, actually, this guy's a master psychologist. This guy's operating at levels that most fans never do. He realizes the role that the fans play and he's doing everything mm-hmm. he can in his power to change the world. Surely you, as a vegan, would applaud that. And it's pleased to see, you know, you can obviously see Leeds fans getting used to being back at football because give us a few weeks and that will be pants down a full, full exposure. And that's, that's just someone who hasn't been to football for a year and a half. And he's sat there now saying, what were I doing? Why are they showing me belly when I got a perfectly good penis? <laughs> Why didn't I get my penis out? I mean, I just can't ever see me not having to do a forfeit every week. My heart, you know, the problem is 
like Forest, and I'm sorry this is an FPL podcast and not Mm. whatever the championship equivalent is, but it's almost like my season's over before it started. I almost signed Simicast after seeing how well people had done with him, and then I thought, actually, Robertson's coming back online now. Simicast is a a fading star. Once Robertson in, that's where those points are going to go. So I thought, actually, I've used a bit of Nouse this week. I'm starting to think like a manager. But um, it's just such a... It's such a wounding start because at about four o'clock on Saturday, I was doing quite well. You've made some bad decisions. I, I, I'll be, I, I'll level with you. you. The things you say are right. When Kane comes back and when Robertson comes back, it will be a different game for you. I'm pleased he's going to stay at Spurs and be depressed. What I don't want is Kane going to Man City, cock of the walk. He's got Grealis knocking in crosses. Harry Kane's a man who can have scored a hat trick for England and looked depressed. I want him at Spurs. I want him downtrodden. Um, and I don't want him to score any points for you or anyone else who's got him because I haven't. Have you learned any lessons about, you know, hubris, about not, not going in with such bravado, about just generally not backing yourself at something you're so poor at? I think you have to have confidence. You know, mm. the last thing those players need is to go into GW3, as we call it at yeah. the club, yeah. and see me, their leader, yes. somehow not backing them. Mm. Not going out to bat for them on social media, not being an obnoxious fool. So do you want to talk to? Do you want to talk to the lads? Do Do you take the blame or do they? You you, oh. you, you said yourself you've got a good team on paper. Why are you doing so badly? Well, anything I've got to say to them is is done in private. I don't I don't handle that sort of business in public. I believe mm. in them. I think they're a talented group of lads. And again, this game is different. This isn't about who the best players are. This is about you know wily little. Gits learning who, mm. what you know, players no one else has heard of for no money. Mm. You know, I'm signing great players here: Salah, Fernandez, Kane, Robertson, Edison in goal, Maguire. That is a great team that any manager in this league would be delighted to have. Yeah, you're having a really bad time. And then let's come on to the forfeit because last week's forfeit, as anyone uh, listening will know, was in honour of Neil Warnock to hand a signed photo of yourself, which says, be lucky, Matt Ford, from a bum bag. Um, and I can reveal to the listeners, it's a rollover week on forfeits because you failed in your first forfeit of the season. That video you posted, as as one of our listeners uh, put online, was that filmed on a potato? Um <laughs> I mean, it's just an absolute disgrace. Why is it a uh, disgrace? Because you just haven't done any... I mean, any of the key parts of what that forfeit was have not been... The forfeit was not go onto some Heathland and prance about with one of your own books. So you frankly, you've got an absolute cheek pretending that you have... There's clearly no one even there. And I was watching it and I thought, my God, he's nailed this. Because I, I could tell something big was going to happen. I thought he's got he's got his missus to film it. It's all a setup. It came in last minute. It came in at the very end of the window. And I thought he's lined some up. Somehow he's got Noel Gallagher's number. And he said, meet me on the Heath. I've got something I need to do. And he's going to go through this thing. And Ryla's all up thinking he hasn't done it. And in the last minute, Noel Gallagher walks in, takes the sign photo, says, who are you? And wanders off. And I have to say, it's a setup. But that's a wonderful piece of comedy. Congratulations. When it got to the end, I was so angry that you hadn't even just rung a mate to play the other person, just to have someone saying the other lines, that you have the audacity to just be shouting to a sycamore and you're going to trick our listeners into thinking that you've suffered for that. If anything, it's an advert for your book. I should punish you further. What you have to remember, John, is 
This is COVID. You can't just approach people in the street with a, a, a thing that could be a vector. No, you don't have to take it. You just have to suffer in the attempt um, to pass it over. I don't mind you filming yourself not giving a, an well, autograph to someone if you at least offer it. Go to at comedians, FPL, and make your own mind up. Yeah. If you think I did that. At Comedians FPL, there's a video of me there on there. I don't know why the video quality is so poor. I sent it to our producer, Danny. Because well, you wrote it. Phone. Oh. Oh, you mean the actual footage? The actual um, footage. Here's here's the thing, right? So there, there's another forfeit coming this week for next week. Next week, um, there are no fixtures, but we will be doing a podcast. So uh, keep, here keep downloading week. as you would. We'll be here to talk about the week in football. Uh, FPL looking back and looking forward. Next week's forfeit will be a chili challenge. So whoever loses oh. this week will be throughout the podcast eating a range of horrifically spicy products. So that is worth downloading for along. This week's forfeit is now you still have to give someone a signed, I'll take the book, fine, a signed book that says Be Lucky from a bum bag. You now, because you have failed our listeners and you lost so badly, having played your wild card and still gone down in the league, you have to do that forfeit in the outfit of my choosing. So I'm going to send you an outfit um, in honor of the news this week that Man City, it was sort of third kit week, wasn't it, this week? Man City's kit has been labeled one of the most disgusting kits of all time after they took their badge off it and just wrote Manchester City across it. It looks knockoff. So what outfit are you going to... Have you made I'm going mind? to pick you, and I'm, I'm going to put this out there now so you can relax. It's not going to be a derby kit. I think okay, that's excellent. too big. That's yes. that's late in this. That's potentially end of season forfeit, you know, rival team's kit. So it won't be a derby kit. It will either be one of the ugliest football kits of all time or it will just be a generally embarrassing outfit that I want you to wear while you hand someone... As requested last week, a signed photo saying be lucky from a bum bag. And if you fail me again, I will make you do it whilst eating a chili in an outfit of my choosing at a venue of my choosing. You know, when so just you, get it done, mate. You talk to me like that. This feels less like a, a, a double act and more like a, you're some sort of vengeful god. <laughs> Shall we introduce this week's guest and see what he makes of your frankly laughable performance so far? We're both very excited about this week's guest, aren't we? We are indeed. It is manager of Hemorrhoid Wednesday and Gillingham fan, Joe Wilkinson. Joe, welcome to Comedians Playing FPL. Um, thanks, thanks for having me. You're doing very well in the league at the moment. You're 14th. Out of 27, so you're about mid-table. I'm dead mid-table, aren't I? That'll do. I'll stick there, that'll do me. I'm just going to look at the table. I had, on the first week, I had a look, and some people... I found out anyone who was at, who I considered their career going really well, it really annoyed me. They were ahead of me. Yes, yeah. Well, that's that's the situation we're all in at the moment, looking at Russell Howard, top of yeah. the league, fighting for points with Love Island and star of his own sitcoms, Ian Sterling. Just, it's when you know they're busy as well. Looking at our league, looking at the names in there, who do you really want to beat? Um, yeah, as I say, people I consider doing having a nice life. 
<laughs> I don't think there are many of them in our league. Anyone, anyone happier than you is a bleak answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are you? Um, there's obviously there's a perception of Joe Wilkinson, and and even I, who knows you, still thought I'm going to click on his team, and it's going to be all players whose names sound a bit like penis or something <laughs> like that. But it's a you know it's a, it's a proper team. How many hours are you putting into it? Well, I I planned two seasons ago, and I won the first season and, and I took it yeah in my little gang and I, wow. was, I was buzzing and it was a real I was steady edited it all the way through I was not not flash I really crept up the table and it was a really great feeling and then last season I just I don't know about you but I think everyone's got Ferdinand Fernandez and yes. Salah I'm if like... we got Ferdinand something's gone badly <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he, honestly he can do a job and he's cheap but I, I feel like I just last season, I lost a little bit of interest because I was like, well, if you've got one of the, you know, if you've got three of these players in the team, I can't catch it. And I'm already feeling like that because <laughs> I got loads of money on the bench. Um, you know, in, not in the bench. Well, I wanted to speak to you about your bench. As a Leeds fan who was at Leeds versus Everton this weekend, I noticed you have three Leeds players in your squad, as yeah. do I. All on the bench. Yeah. You've started with both of Everton strikers and you've captained Richarlison. So how did you think the game was going to go? <laughs> well, I don't like to buy Leeds players and never play them. Right. So it's does all... Marcelo Bielsa. <laughs> <laughs> He's three grams overweight, binning. I want to look at my transfers. Like I've got a lot of money in the pot still. And I think that's what I'm going to try and do this season. I'm going to how try much and... money have you got in the pot? I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do it on my phone. I don't know. And, and Joe, what, what do you do that deliberately? Because it, it begs 5. the question. Five. What, what and why? What's the point? I quite like. I'm a bit of a. I like having a bit of money behind me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Gordon, like Gordon Brown trying to build up a war chest. What are you preparing for? Is there going to be a recession in FPL that none of a, none of the rest of us know about? I don't like spending money. I like having it in the bank. Yeah. And just generally as a rule, and I, I basically I'm like Venga. I want to buy the stadium for the club and then going to be my legacy. You are one of the few players, and I'm another one in the league, who don't have Fernandes or Salah. I can't have Fernandes because I can't I don't, can't celebrate Manchester United's success. No, but for you, it's not a personal thing. It's it's almost like the purity of the game. Yeah, you want yeah. to win it with kids. Yeah, exactly. And it, annoys me, like, it annoys me when people obviously just bought Salah and Fernandes and then was like, well, how do I... They're doing well, those people, though, aren't they, Joe? They're doing all right. I know, but I just won't. I won't allow myself to just go bog standard. You know, I, I wanted to spend big at the back. I've got a theory. If you steady Eddie a lot of money at the back, I've never done it before, but I wanted to spend money on defenders. Mm. Three Man so, City defenders. Yeah. Oh no. See, I'm, then I'm suddenly like, oh yeah, he rotates them, doesn't he? That's backfired already. So I'm thinking of selling stones and buying someone cheap and having a bit more in the bank. There's very few guests we have who, when they say something like, I'm thinking of selling stones, it could either be <laughs> FPL or a genuine business idea they've had. Especially when you live in Brighton. There's, there's loads of them and nobody's buying them. It's just a free resource. How, you, you would obviously admire then the sincerity of someone who, of course, everyone last year had Harry Kane. They all captained in, they all did well. How would you speak to someone who had the bravery to captain Harry Kane week one this year when it was clear he wasn't going to play? It was a mistake. <laughs> Joe, hearing you lay out this philosophy it, it is troubling for me because uh, can you explain to me then? I've got Fernandez and Salah and Kane, and I'm 22nd in our <laughs> league. I'm miles behind. How is that? Well, obviously, the Kane issue is probably yeah. playing heavy on you. 
How, how rubbish is the rest of your team? Well, I've only just brought Salah in. Put it this way, he's thinking of changing his team name to Kane and Unable. <laughs> you know what? Have your laughs and have your puns. Thank but you. you. I'm going to... You know what you people haven't bargained for is that I'm learning. So you've done all your learning. <laughs> this is as good as you're going to be. You were told last week, save your chips. <laughs> save your chips for double game weeks. Save them for oh, the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, you played nice. your wild card and went you down played in your the wa- league. You, you played your wild card. What's I was, in, league, I was in a terrible situation. I picked an appalling team. I had to take action. And now I have a side that includes Maguire and Fernandez and Salah and Kane. If the one the Kane issue rattles on for a few weeks, that's that's, <laughs> that's points you're throwing away yeah. with twelve point four cost. That is that is a lot of pounds you could put in the bank. Deep down in what you're saying, Joe, is because it might sound like a man who's who's got his life together. He enjoys mm-hmm. FPL as a bit of fun, mm-hmm. and he enjoys the challenge of not having the big names in his squad. Yeah. But really deep down, that's somebody who is actually fiercely competitive, who wants to win <laughs> the league, and wants to be able to say, "And I never had Mo Salah." Uh, absolutely, yeah, uh, completely, yeah. and I won't. I won't have Mo Salah. Do you know what's annoying me as well? People are you start finding out who's cheap as chips mm. and, yeah, and it's heartbreaking when you've had them from day one like I had Ings a couple of seasons ago yeah. and I had him from day one and you go right that's my little way of chipping away and then people go alright I'll, I'll have Ings and you're like no, right this is, I think I would change some of the rules because I basically think if I, if I have found a little gem I want some way of protecting people just piggybacking it do you know what I mean and I okay. don't think the price goes up quick enough do, do, do you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I thought Ings was a good buy, and now you're just going, well, I'll, you know what I mean? And then they. Can, can I ask you briefly then about your decision uh, to sign Simicast this week when you didn't have him week one? Discovered a gem there, did you? <laughs> you I... cynical old goat. You come on here. You're right, preaching. I'm not, getting, I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> you got 5.5 million in the bank, mate. Why did you? <laughs> I am thinking of doing a transfer actually on the show. I might do oh, it. wow. Yeah. I would love to know, and I'll put this out to our listeners now. Get in touch on the Twitter feed at Comedians FBL if you have more than £5.5 million in the bank. I think there'll be very few people in <laughs> FBL. That's a player. That's a really good midfielder. <laughs> I'm just going to make a million off stones. Just like that. Oh, it's like watching Elon Musk, man. Just look at that. Just they're just numbers on a spreadsheet to you, but the fate of nations rests on that index finger. The casual mill, Joe Milkinson, more like. When I hear you talk about FPL, Joe, I feel like I've been to a kind of radical left-wing meeting, and I think, oh, we're all here talking about economic growth, but this guy's saying there's another way to live your life. And for a few minutes, it's captivating. You go, maybe these guys are onto something. And then the moment the fresh air hits your face, you think, what rubbish. (laughs) Of course you need strikers to win games. Of course you can't win FPL with defenders. But I tell you what, Joe, you may well be on the right side of history on this one. (laughs) I'm absolutely buzzing. I feel like, I feel feel like if if I ended the top half, it's it's uh, it's a victory for for tactics basically. I just yeah. do, you, do 
You want, you feel like, like seriously though, it should be, it's boring. Most people have the same seven players, and you're like, God, he's right. You can't really chip away, and you go, let's hope this. This is it. This is meant to be fun. Oh man. And and the reward for going the way you go, and I'm the same as you. I don't have Salah and Fernandez. I've had, and I know now, week two, I've had the best week I'm going to have this year because <laughs> Salah and Fernandez scored seven points between them, and that's if you yeah. captained one of them, and I got fifteen points for Tyrone Minks. So I'm I'm never going to have a better week than this week because that's not going to happen again. We discussed earlier Matt's love of 90s brands and 90s beer brand icons. Uh, Matt still drinks Holston Pills and Carling. Since you've discussed your desire to one day make a million from Stones, I I think this week the three of us should be playing for a crate of Stones is bitter. (gasps) Great idea! That's lovely. If you're going to sell Stones, then you're going to receive some. (laughs) If I could just ask you one more thing before we let you go which is that the rewards is all very well and good but this is really about punishment and gloating <laughs> matt and i are competing across the season and we'll have guests coming week by week at the end of the season there has to be something horrific happens to the person who's lost overall do you have any suggestions for what that could be i think we should um whoever loses should send a career-ending tweet <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> Have you seen my feed? Take your pick, pal. <laughs> and can I just ask quickly, yeah. Hemorrhoid Wednesday? Yeah. That's a, that's just a bit of fun, is it? Because uh, it sounds it's a always. bit like Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Any, anything you want to talk about in terms of are you suffering at the moment and do you need any recommendations? You know me and my... Oh, my, I know um, your anus, mate. We yeah, all yeah. know your anus. Yeah, I struck, we, we're brothers in arms. Mm. And I guess yeah. at the time I was having a tricky week with them. Oh, mate. <laughs> And uh, have you tried and your soul, mate? I've tried everything. Suppositories, yeah. They're uh, they're a little godsend, actually. They're, oh, yeah. they, they're little they, bullet of waxy goodness. They really are, and it's fright, frightening. You think, oh, that's going to slip back out. It never does. Ah, I can't. Be well, it sometimes it. does. Not, I can't not be doing not if it. You're great. It's the last thing you do before bed. I can't have that be the last thing that happens. If you popped them in in the app, if you were like, you just had a nice lunch and you popped it in and it lasted. But for that to be the last memory of what I've done to myself before I go to bed, I'd rather just be scratching at myself for 12 hours. Makes me sleep heavy, I tell you. I love the idea of ending a meal on it, like a digestive. I'll have the cognac and a suppository. You know, like you um, off the fags round in the pub. Love the smell of a new deck. <laughs> oh yeah, go on. I'll ban these soon, mate. You need a new way to have brown fingers now that you can smoke. <laughs> thumb, it's a thumb. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Um, That's what they should it. call them. They are bombshells. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Good luck. We'll catch up with you later in the season. Yeah, lots of love, guys. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Bye. Time now for Hit the Post, where we go through some of your correspondence. You can email us, hello, at cpfpl.com, and tweet us, at ComediansFPL. Darren McMullen has been in touch. He says, Dear Matt and John, Whatever I do in FPL, it doesn't work out. I am 46 and run a broking business, yet I can't do anything right in this game. Please help. Darren, I don't feel qualified. <laughs> what a time to find out that your pen name is Darren McMullen. <laughs> oh, I, I, I haven't got time to be making up aliases. Darren McMullen's a real person. He runs a broking business. Show yes. some respect. All right, Darren. Well, um, 
Do you know, I've been really successful at FPL for four to five days now. <laughs> um, and the one thing I've learned in the last four or five days is, you know, have your good week early and then people think you're actually good at it. Um, come back to me, Darren, in week six when I am really struggling and too proud to pick Bruno Fernandes and you can absolutely dismiss all my advice. But hopefully, in a serious note, that's what this podcast is for. We do have people in this league, Russell and Ian Sterling, uh, currently the top two battling it out. They'll be on at some point. Hopefully, over the season, you will learn some things. I don't feel qualified. You know, I'm better than 40, but, you know, so's my daughter, and she's four. <laughs> the, our fan league is, is going from strength to strength, and you can, of course, still join that. Strength, strength to strength. Um, that beer is really kicking in. I usually peak at around 3.2%, so this five is really hitting home. Um, the details are on the Twitter feed. If you go to at Comedians FPL, we've had some new team names come in this week. And again, you know, saying about start early, join late, you get noticed. So um, big, big shout out for Don't Look Back Tanganga. Genius. You've got to be loving that. Good old Josh Gunn. Well done, mate. <laughs> Simon Hungin has gone for Gangsters Allardyce. Yes, and High a reference, a, a team name based on your material. That's got to feel good. Dan Walton's gone with There's No I in Timo. Absolutely brilliant. Dan Walton, welcome to the league. Um, I, I should say our, our league has swelled even in the weeks that we've been doing it. And I know it's swelled because at the end of the last game week, I was 1,300th. I'm now 2,242nd. <laughs> I've plummeted. Wow, so there's 2,242 people in our league. Oh, you're funny. Thanks, There's mate. more than that. Oh, is there? You're beating some, are you? Well, I must be. I can't be rock bottom, can I? Oh, I can I just say how much I would enjoy if you finished bottom of both leagues. I, I cannot even begin to tell you just what a pleasure that would bring me. Um, and I know, you know, I, I say this every week, you know, I am your friend and I, there's times when to see you failing in FPL and to see Forrest, the only team in the championship yet to score a point, you know, that I, I do feel for you because I know what that feels like. And then there are also times when I think, I hope it gets worse and I mm -hmm. hope it stays bad for a whole season. Well, I've just, it's taken me that long to scroll down to where I am in the league. <laughs> So I'm 2,242nd in Notting Hill Forest, just above me on the same amount of points, but he had a better game week. Walker on Sunshine, Tom Stocks. Uh, just below me, P8G, Amy Clark. Guna finish eighth, Craig Dyerson, who at the moment isn't eighth, he's 2,249th. <laughs> me, Me, um, Me by David Powell is 2,379th. Okay, and that's that's a team that's only joined this week where he's sort of picked players that describe himself. He's basically just picked Long and Cock. That's what he's done there. So um, if that's the sort of uh, <laughs> that's the sort of level that we're attracting. Do you, then, think, uh, do you think? I wonder which one gave him the idea. I wonder if he saw Long first and thought, "I hope there's a player called Cock." Yeah, he must have started with Cock, waiting for leads. Uh, he hasn't got Mings, so um, good-looking fella. Presumably, he's, uh, he's keeping it clean, uh, which is good advice. And is that the advice we're going to end on this week? Wash your genitals? Doesn't feel like what professional comedians running a podcast would do. I'm not sure I count as a professional comedian. Do you? Or you're barely in the FPL. 
Um, so yeah, very fair point on uh, discussing, uh, professional comedians and having referenced earlier that I was having a bad week before I went to the Leeds game. Obviously the, the news has come out about the, the loss of our colleague, Sean, and this is my only sort of platform at the moment to speak to an audience on a weekly basis. And I want to thank everybody who sent incredibly kind messages on Twitter and social media and loads of people have come up to me in the street to talk about, uh, how much Sean meant and, and to sort of allow us to grieve together as if we both lost someone that uh, we cared about. So that's been incredibly touching. And I want to thank you all for that. I want to wish you good luck uh, for game week three, but not as much luck as I will have. Matthew. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, he was amazing, wasn't he? Um, you obviously knew him better than I did. I used to write on eight out of 10 cats. So he was mm. one of the, I mean, one of the best comedians that's ever lived. Yeah, I think that's why I struggled this week because obviously, obviously he's been ill. But that you sort of prepare for someone being ill, and then it's that thing of realizing I'm never going to see him again, and you're never going to get those laughs that you get watching him in a studio when he says something absolutely out of nowhere that no other comedian would have thought of, and it's, there's a sort of pause while the whole audience catches up with what's just been said. And then, it, you know, I've never, ever worked with anyone with the ability to change a TV recording. Like he could literally, weeks when I wasn't being very good, just grab hold of a quiet audience on a quiet news week and do something sensational. And, the, you know, the sadness this week is that we'll never get that back again. And a big Chelsea fan, of course. So it looks like Chelsea are going to be amazing. And, I, you know, I could be. Uh the kind of man who pretended it was uh, a tribute to Sean that I intend to sign Lukaku in the next couple of weeks, but really it's a desperate grab from a man who's worried his team is going to slowly get caught up by Matt Fords. So look out for that transfer in the next couple of weeks. I will do. Well, thank you so much for downloading this. Don't forget, you can email the show, hello at CPFPL. You can tweet us at ComediansFPL. You can leave us a five-star review. Look at the effort we're putting in. Go on. Cheers, John, and uh, see you next week. See you next week, old friend. Bye.